You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. We're speaking with Jack Rems. He's the owner and operator of Dark Carnival Books in Berkeley, California. Thank you for speaking with me, Jack. You're welcome. Jack, tell me, how long have you been in business? 31 years. 31 years as Dark Carnival? Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, tell me about some of the changes that you've seen over, the, over time. I really don't want to bore you with it. Everything I used to know isn't true anymore. Wow. Uh, we hear a lot about how tough it is to be in the book business these days. Are you finding it that way? Uh, it's always been difficult. There are a lot of reasons for this. If you think about it, you can probably think of others that I haven't thought of. Um, one of the one of the long-time basic underlying reasons that you're not going to get rich in the book business is a lot of the people you're competing with um, don't need to make money. What do you mean by that? Well, imagine you're a retired whatever with however much money, and you've always wanted to open a store, so you do that. And there are, I guess, a lot of people, in, especially in the specialty shops, who I can see that as being a, a, a problem. Well, I'm not sure. It's, a, it's just a piece of ecology. Um, well, tell me. You know, I mean, it was true when I started. It's it's probably less true now because a lot of those people have uh, kind of been driven out of business just because it's, you know, even if you have money to lose at it, it's still hard. Now, you're a specialty store. You specialize in science fiction, horror, and fantasy, and you ha- do have events at your store, don't you? Yes. It, mm. We'll have about 20 author signings or similar things in the course of a year. That's quite a few. Uh, how do you book them? Um, sometimes we get lucky and find out that uh, a certain author is going to be around. And, and uh, you know, like for, I think, four years straight, Michael Moorcock was just visiting Northern California at the end of the summer, and we did signings for him. Um, most often it's a publisher who needs publicity for an author, and, uh, you know, we may be their third choice, but they're an awful awful lot more authors than there are venues. And, and you've had some pretty high-profile authors. I was looking on your website. You had uh, George R. R. Martin there. That's kind of the superstars of the superstars. Well, you know, back in the 80s, we had Stephen King, Anne Rice. We actually have had Anne Rice here at many points in her career. Uh, She's local, or she was local. She I lives w- in New Orleans. Well, she lives in Southern California now. She was in New Orleans for most of my life. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, she used to live on the on this street about two blocks from here. Wow. <laughs> well, who, you got one of the things I really like about your store is uh, you had a, a really good uh, selection of kind of really obscure U.K. titles. Uh, your store was where I found Mesmer by Tim Levin, and he mm-hmm. just recently won, a, I think, a World Fantasy Award for his, uh, or British Fantasy Award right. for Dusk. So tell me, are you still stocking a lot of U.K. titles? Um, less than ever. Less than ever. Why? Less than ever. Well, let's, 
let's say a book is published in the UK, all right? Let's sure. Say it's, uh, let's say it's just a rack-sized paperback, okay? Mm-hmm. It's at the going rates in the UK are, are superficially similar to the going rates in the U.S. So American book is $7.99. A new book in the U.K. is typically £7.99. It Yow. looks about the same. <laughs> but in fact, it's twice as much. You can go on Amazon UK and you can buy that book. You can pay £7.99 for it. They'll probably give you 40% discount off that. And they'll charge you about £5 to ship it to you. Which makes it better to just wait for the U.S. version, eh? Uh, it is for me because I, I don't get any better price than you do buying from them or from uh, any other source that I find uh, for British books. It's just very expensive, and the books are, are coming out here a lot faster. More books come out in the U.S. first than in England. And that's interesting. Uh, the bigger country. And the people are more impatient. I'll agree with that last uh, assessment. Um, but you know, there are, there are always some. There'll be some author who's published in the U.S. or there's, I don't know, I have some some horror novels that that involve cricket or soccer, and they're not going to be published in the U.S. at all because we won't understand them, mm-hmm. or so they think. So they think. Well, tell me. Who are your favorite small presses that you carry these days? Uh, God, I wish I liked that question more. (laughs) Why? Uh, Why don't you like that question? uh, The the small presses are so over romanticized. I find it wearying or enervating. One of those two. Uh, Well, do you prefer? I mean. Do you prefer, uh, you know, the the New York product? Is that better? I mean, presumably that's a better sell for you. Well, that's, yeah, in in most cases it probably is. Um, and when I see a customer, you know, who's who's surprised to see something here, it's it's much more often a New York product than a small press product. Well, t- uh, the, t- the things that impress people are often strange. You, I mean, uh, be, people will tell me how impressed they are with the selection, but the example they'll cite will be something that I, I would have assumed they could find anywhere. Interesting. Maybe just I'm ignorant of what's in chain stores, but sometimes that's how it looks to me. That said, we carry a lot of small press stuff and um, pursue some of it, but there's... There is way too much. Well, tell me, who do you sell a lot of? I mean, what what books do you welcome to come into your store, and what and what authors do you? I mean, who visit you, uh, pump up um, their sales, and your sales? God, let me think. The the base of what we sell has has gotten so spread out and so thin. Well, you know, we hear a lot that fantasy outsells science fiction, which Mm -hmm. always surprises me. Is that true in your store? Yeah, I think so. What kind of fantasy? Reluctantly, yeah. I think just fantasy has seems to have a a bigger audience. 
Well, are we talking fluffy uh, serial fantasy or you know well, the harder talking, edge stuff? We're talking the the um, the stuff that science fiction readers are complaining about. <laughs> it, it's what they didn't want to see when they were looking for science fiction. Uh, you know, there was a time when people, it was not uncommon to have a customer who who read every piece of science fiction and every piece of fantasy because there wasn't that much. You know, a new book by Fritz Leiber would come out and we could sell 50 copies because it was a big deal. Now, you know, there are very few books I order more than 10 of. And uh, a lot of books that don't sell a single copy. Well, tell me, what books are you looking forward to coming out, both as a reader and as a bookseller? I like Garth Nix, uh, Philip Pullman. As a bookseller or a reader? As both. Okay. These are both kind of uh, young um, adult fantasy series. Well, you can make the argument either way on Philip Pullman. Yeah, no, uh, he's, he's uh, uh, I think, a, a probably a little bit of a yeah. cut above, but he, he's, he, you can yeah. easily give him to your teenager. Um, I think it's possible Terry Pratchett is the best-selling author in the store. Not surprising. He's one of the yeah. best-selling authors in mm -hmm. the world, from what we've heard. Yeah, he's, he's he also takes the largest swath of shelf space, just from sheer number of titles. And he's a nice guy. He's been he's signed here several times, uh, which is pretty impressive for a guy who lives in England and doesn't he, really get to California that much. He is a nice guy. Uh, I like Terry. Neil Gaiman may also be one of our best sellers. Of, you know, just now, is this the, his books or his graphic novels? I would presume you sell books. both. His books. His graphic novels do quite well, but we're not a comic book store. It's a common misconception that people can come in the door and look around and, and somehow not get disabused of the idea that they're in a comic store and then ask some question based on that assumption and I say, it's not a comic store. They think I'm being mean. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I prefer a bookstore. I'm, I'm a book guy myself. Mm -hmm. uh, do you sell other things? I, I know when I was talking to the people at Dark Delicacies uh, down in Burbank, mm -hmm. they did well by selling, you know, horror paraphernalia. Do you sell science we, we like the paraphernalia and the ephemera, yeah. We'll, we like rubber novelties and, you know, finger monsters, uh, we sell tarot cards, although we're not a metaphysical store, and we don't really do occult bookstore stuff. I just we sell tarot cards because they're pretty and they kind of fit in with fantasy uh, fantasy interest. And what do you sell magazines? And and what magazines, science fiction magazines, actually sell out of a science fiction bookstore? I'm really curious. Um, Next to none here. <laughs> uh, how about Interzone? Do you guys carry Interzone? I'm no. No, you don't carry the Interzone or, no. or Crime Wave or any of the uh, TTA press stuff? No. Interesting. And we, we sell Locus, the science fiction news magazine. We don't sell a lot of copies even of that. But Well, they're just around the corner, I would presume, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are. I think people who buy buy the magazines subscribe is my guess. 
And that's that's a, a good guess. I subscribe to Locus and FNSF, and mm -hmm. they send me Innerzone because I occasionally yeah. I actually we, write for it. We carried, you know, uh, analog and FNSF from from when the store opened, and Asimov's from when they started publishing it. But uh, maybe ten years ago, we kind of had a falling out with our distributor, and and didn't really pursue it and have had very little uh, request for them. I don't. I see that they're still published, but I never see them myself. We've been speaking with Jack Rems. He's the owner and operator for 31 years, mind you, of Dark Carnival Books. You can find their website, darkcarnival.com. Is that correct? Yes. And order from there. Thank you for joining me, Jack. Okay. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.